Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Today, I have another special guest for you, Jenna Harrison. (laughs) Jenna Harrison. Finish the whole sentence. And she's going to be sharing her journey of having and doubling her business. She is also a member of the double your business mastermind and her, her journey. If we just summed it up in one little thing was that she halved her business. And we're going to spend this, this episode talking to you about that, but I just want to share with you what it was, because I think that so often we think that doubling is the most beautiful thing. And For Jenna, she made $42,000 in the first half of the year, working with eight clients. And the second half of the year, she's made $45,000, 45,000. Yeah. With working with four clients and there are so many halves and doubles in that. And that's what we're going to share with you today. So Jenna, welcome. So nice to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm excited to share your journey with everybody. You are one of the very few business coaches I have. I actually don't have a ton of clients who are also business coaches. And so I love that we get to share your journey. Jenna specializes in, um, helping people build businesses with clarity. Is it specific? Is there any specific type of people you help or anybody? Uh, coaches and service providers. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Specifically. I have people coming to me all the time for product businesses and I'm just like, Oh, can't do it. Yeah. Tell me about your service. What do you really help people with? Who are they really? And why are you the best ones to help them? Let's get clear. That's right. Your clarity. And one of the cool things is when we look at this current mastermind or the last one we just had, Jenna is actually our queen of SEO. And so like, there's so many ways that people can get in front of people and some people used Facebook ads and some people used blogs and all the things, but Jenna is the one who's like, yeah, no, I can wield Google to send me consults. And it seems like so magic and fun. And that is how you do it. So let's, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience in business? I know that this was not your first year and Um, tell us, just tell us about how you got into business and how long you've been doing it and kind of what that journey looked like for you. Okay, sure. So I started out as a performance coach and since I was moving in the entrepreneurial space and just helping people achieve their goals, I noticed everybody that was coming to me were entrepreneurs wanting to grow their business. And I was investing in my business much more heavily than they were in theirs. And so I started sharing what I was learning because of course I wanted them to succeed. And then they started calling me their business coach. And I was like, what? But I started rolling with it. And then I just became a business coach. And then I started marketing to that on my website and Google picked me up. And now if you Google business coach for women, I'm right there on the front page. That's so cool. I love it. The rest is history. (laughs) When she said that to me, I was like, well, I must Google it now. And I was like, there you are. (laughs) I think that's very impressive. So how long have you been doing this? Probably five years. Okay. So what I hear you saying is, is that your overnight success wasn't exactly overnight. It was not overnight. It was not overnight. And I just, you know, I look around sometimes at people that are frustrated because it's been six months or a year 
And I just think about how far I've come and I wouldn't have traded it for anything. Even if I had $0 in revenue right now, the growth that I've gone through as a woman and as a person and knowing myself is worth every single bit of investment. But of course I have now made back my investment. So I'm happy with that. Yes. That's always good too. <laughs> yes. I think about that too. Like when I think about the two years that I made $6,000 each year, like the story I tell myself about those years. And I mean, I really believe the story too, is that I learned so many skills in those years of low income. And it's like, those years prepared me. I learned how to be more consistent. I learned how to like really serve people. I learned how to not be terrified. I learned so many things or less terrified. Tell me when you look back at the years prior to this year, what would you say you learned from those years that you needed to bring into this year, making $80,000? Yeah. For me, there was so much mindset drama so much mind drama about, um, you know, I, for a long time, I had a really deep belief that if I started to become really successful, I was going to end up separating from my husband and ruining our family. So I'm talking about deep beliefs like that, that really were getting in the way and were kind of hidden. I didn't understand that that's what was going on. I also believed that, um, you know, there was a, a long period where I really didn't want clients. I was really afraid of bringing on clients. Yes. I hadn't identified that yet. And so I wondered why I was marketing the hell out of myself and running myself into the ground. And yet I wasn't bringing on clients. Well, I now I know exactly why I wasn't bringing on clients. So I think of it as um, a pot boiling. When you want to boil water, you turn the heat on the pot and you don't see anything at first. But that doesn't mean that nothing's happening right? At some point, the pot is going to boil. And so I, you know, often tell the story, I think it's important for people to hear not that my story is the way everyone's goes down. But I invested $100,000 in my business before I ever made back $100,000. And it was all worth it, because then you have $100,000 launch, which is still in my future. And it pays off everything or you have $100,000 year. And plus you have five years of developing yourself into the mind and the woman that is going to create that for the rest of her life and more. Yes. I'm really glad you brought those things up because I think, I think as, as women building businesses, we, we do struggle with this idea of success and we run into it in different ways. And, um, on the interview I did yesterday with Susie, I was telling her about how my mom still apologizes to my husband because I don't clean And I'm just like, are you kidding me? What am I expected to do everything? And, but it's like, it's these beliefs that come up and that fear and that, like that unwillingness to, cause I still think about when I think about developing my business, I'm like, I want my children to wonder what mommy does because I want to be so present with them that, right. It's like, I value my marriage and I value how my children. And it's like, I never, but there, I think you're right. There's that fear that there's going to be some space where you have to sacrifice it and, I think the more we talk about that, it makes it easier for other people for it to be safe for them too. And you're overcoming so much conditioning. I have a vivid memory of asking my husband to take the dog to the vet rather than doing it myself. And I remember he kind of was like, you know, he let out a frustrated sound and he walked into the bathroom. And I remember sitting there on the bed and just breathing because every fiber in my being wanted to say, you know what, honey, that's okay. I'll do it. 
right? And I had to hold myself back knowing that I had a busier week than he did, or I had a more important week and that I had taken the dog to the vet the last time and that he was absolutely okay with it. He was just thinking in his head about how he'd have to rearrange something on his schedule. Of course, he wasn't going to not do it. I was the one that was going to keep him from doing it so that I could feel better. I don't even know why fulfilling some roles of doing everything, being perfect, being everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I think about the other thing you just said of like, you didn't want clients and (laughs) a lot of people who are listening to this, I think that I see that right. Where it's like, people think they want clients, but when you say you didn't want clients, why didn't you? Cause I think there's, there's some more under there. Do you remember why you didn't want clients? Yes. Two things specifically. One is that, well, and this happened at two different times. So these are two different iterations of me not wanting clients. There was one point where I was just really um, freaked out about the overwhelm Mm -hmm. of taking on clients, really um, people pleasing and needing to do everything. And I was actually writing people's copy at that point as well. So it wasn't just coaching. It was kind of a done with you service uh, that required a lot of time and attention on my part. I always said like I was building, I think I had eight clients. I was building eight other businesses and not my own. (laughs) And then there was another point where I just was so, maybe this was earlier, where I was so worried about them not getting the results. And I would take on such a huge responsibility that I remember the emotional arc of signing a client and that maybe the rest of the afternoon of euphoria. And then somewhere about three or four hours later, the oh shit would kick in. And it was the, now I've got to deliver and I'm going to spend the next three months or six months, whatever my package was, I think three, um, sweating bullets. Yeah. Yeah. I can so relate to that. And I mean, I want, I just want everybody to hear this where it's like, you're going to hear her story there. And it's like, I have a similar story where I didn't want clients for very similar reasons. And this is the work, right? And when I look at the work you're doing now, Jenna, as you're preparing for your next year and the offers you're building, and it's like, it's still the same kind of work where you're working through those pieces of how you deliver and how you shape your mind to think about delivery. And it's like, that is the work we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we all, I, you know, a, a, even a heart surgeon can't do surgery on themselves, yeah. right? And you have such an amazing, like, perspective and just such, like, neutral but beautiful objectivity to help me see in my brain, which my own brain would cover up for me. It knows me so well. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> yes. So what do you think is different about your business? I mean, we're looking at this year. Are you going to end it like a hundred thousand? I know you're like 90 ish now. Okay. So I mean, we still have a whole nother month. You can, you can make so much more money. So this year's like hundred K ish and Mm -hmm. it hasn't always been though. So no, what is different about your business now than it has been in previous years when you've been building it? Not to say those previous years weren't worth it. Right. Everybody like all those years are building stones, but what's different this year? Yeah, I did not know how to hit goals. Mm. And so when I came to you, I was in this conundrum of I would have these huge windfalls and then I would kind of bottom out. And every time I felt like every time I tried to hit a goal, I would self-sabotage. 
And so it was better if I just didn't try to hit a goal. Like if I was just, <laughs> if I just kind of let it happen and really focused on serving, which is wonderful to a point, but when you're looking to grow your business and you want to start bringing, hitting your results and bringing in, you know, consistent revenue and, and growing your revenue, I wanted to have more agency and control in the process. Mm. And so now I'm no longer afraid of goals. <laughs> Now, what do you think is different about you with goals though? Cause I do think I talk a lot about mm-hmm. goals and I think I, I really talk about it differently than other people. So what were you mm-hmm. thinking about goals before that made you sabotage yourself and feel out of control with them? Goals. Well, first of all, goals felt out of control because I never really understood how I was creating clients or bringing in clients. And so it felt like I was setting myself up for failure And I was making the failure mean something about me yeah. rather than setting the goal as the opportunity to learn what I needed to do to hit that result. Mm, So setting a goal felt like you were setting yourself up for failure and you didn't know, even when you were creating results that you wanted, you still didn't know how you were doing it. Correct. Yeah. And now you're looking at goals more in terms of I'm learning how to create the goal. Right, exactly. And if I don't hit the goal, then I'll just do it next month. Yeah. Right. And when I've, (laughs) this is is where it really gets, this is the kicker, because then once you do start hitting those goals, which I did with you right away in the beginning, then it's time to up-level to the next goal and you start the whole process over again. Right. So it's, it is, but at least you're always, you're, you, I know where I'm going now. And I'm so much more strategic about why I'm in this phase working on this goal. And it's not to hit the goal. It's to learn the things I need to learn in this period to get where I'm going. And that just completely shifts it and makes it so much more fun and, um, enjoyable to, to be in this moment and not be rushing off to hit the next milestone. And that's one of the things I, I want to just say that I really respect and, um, what's the right word? Like I have a lot of like, okay. I don't know what the word is, but like, I see that in you. And I think that is so amazing. Like your patience and your willingness. Cause that is one of the things like you came and the very beginning of the mastermind and you were like, here's what I want to do. And I saw that, like, that, like determination and that like planning and that, like, I've got this. And it's like, you were so willing for me to be like, okay, uh, (laughs) here's some things that look concerning that maybe, (laughs) maybe we should work on first. And you were just so willing to be patient and to build a really strong, business, even though, cause it's like, it's not easy. It is hard to slow down and make things like your beliefs about your client's results and your process. Like it's hard to slow down and like firm those up and build your mind in order to create something bigger in the future. And I've been very impressed with your willingness to do that. So maybe that's what my five years in business has given me as this level of patience. Mm. Like it's already taken five years. If Elizabeth suggests that I take another six months to really shore this up, I know it's going to be worth it. Yeah. That's such a, that's such an interesting thought too, because it has this sense of trust. That's like, she, like it, it has to come with a belief. Like she sees something 
that I can work on. And it's like, I like that I can see that with you and that you just keep coming where you're like, okay, this is what I'm working on. This is what I'm doing. And for my own self, like, I just remember I used to just run so fast and like slam into what I wanted from fear that I could never have it. And so when you don't do it, I'm like, whoo, impressive. I know that's hard. (laughs) (laughs) And worth it. And I love that you call me on the things because that's exactly what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. Because I believe it so fully from my own experience. So I have, I have the experience of, of driving myself into the ground with my marketing and having it amount to nothing and then figuring out what was really going on and what I needed to learn. And so when you tell me, Hey, you still need to learn this and really shore this up and work on this. I'm like, I get it. I get it. I don't know how to get there, but I get it. (laughs) Yeah. And I know when you, one of the things you were sharing before of like, what's different in business now, and you talked about your maturity and I think that willingness to, cause it is a sense of, it's like, I'm not asking you to slow down because I want to torture you, but more because it's like, and it requires such level of maturity, but it's because I want you to serve your clients at a higher level and, and yourself, because yes. everything about what you've done has always been to like push and spread yourself thin in the attempt yes. to serve them. And I know you were talking about like the stop and go parts of business and it's like, that's what I've seen for you is it's like, no, we have to make it where you have served yourself so well that you can continue on very consistently and not make it where you feel like you have to stop or you're burnt out or you're sacrificing your family or all of those things. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. And there have been times in my business. Um, it wasn't all about mindset. There were times where I purposely said enough and I stopped my business on purpose to yeah um, to regenerate. And why do you think you had to do that? I mean, I heard you kind of say earlier, you were like pushing yourself in the ground with marketing while believing Mm -hmm. in like not wanting clients, but is there any, (laughs) like, what did you have that perspective now, but in the moment, why did you think that you were stopping your business to regenerate? Well, I think in the moment I thought it was those things. I thought it was, I I'm feeling burnt out. I can't, I have no more capacity. I can't take on any more else. I was also a full-time mom. So I was working nap times and evenings, um, fitting things in with naps and evenings. But, um, what I see in hindsight, looking back is that there was this insatiable drive to, um, to kind of save all of my clients and to be everything for everyone that was fueling me stepping in and saying, let's write your website together. Let's do that. Let me do this for you. Let me help you with this. Let me be everything to you. And um, this has been a process of, of stepping back and really trusting my clients more. Yeah. Yeah. And why? Like, I remember doing the same thing. I wanted to do everything with them. So when you think about what happened where you're like, I think I believe coaching them and maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, but like what shifted in there from, I want to do everything with them and for them to, I'm going to coach them. I think it was trial and error. So it was, it was, um, just like when we were talking about raising my prices and I knew that my mind was going to get in the way and it was going to bring up all this evidence of why I shouldn't, and things were going to be difficult. And I had to kind of just breathe through it, pretend I'm in a yoga pose and breathe through it. 
I knew that chances are what my mind had been telling me about what I needed to do for my clients wasn't entirely accurate. And it was probably based in my own, um, uh, who knows, right? Scarcity or distrust or something. So I just would have to try it. And I'd try it with one person. And I remember somebody coming back to me and completely blowing me, blowing my mind with the quality of the, we were working on some messaging for them and the quality of what they came back with was amazing. And it was so unique to them. Of course, that's what I'm coaching them on in theory, right? Is helping them find their unique voice and their unique purpose and message. And so when I really let her speak it for herself and do the work of figuring that out, right? What she came back with sounded so much like her. It was so amazing. And it was just that light bulb moment of Jenna C, right? Mm -hmm. This is what you've been keeping from them by doing it for them. Oh, that's so good. Cause I think as coaches, I, I, right. Like sometimes I want to tell people what to do. <laughs> And I'm yes. like, please just do it. Like, but I, I think what you're saying is that thing we learn as coaches, which is when they do it themselves, it's so much more powerful for them. And I love that you were willing to do that through trial and error. Like, no, I'm willing to do this for them. And then now, like, I'm just willing to test this and see how it goes if they do it for themselves. And that you were just completely blown away by how powerful and perfect her own words were for herself. Yes, exactly. And it's a balance, right? I, there's some points where you do like you do for me, step in just through experience, show me what I haven't seen or what I'm not quite seeing yet. And then there are other times where you really need to let them find their way. Yeah. So one of the things I do want to make sure we talk about is the things you've halved and doubled because yes. you really, you've halved, like you've created the same number, but with less. Mm -hmm. And I know there are other things. And I mean, as we talk about your clients and your journey in that, so when you just think about things you've doubled in your business, not yes. just your numbers, but what have you doubled? Yes. So I definitely have doubled, uh, the trust in my mind. Mm, tell me more um, about that. So, so when I say that I know that my mind can get me through this, this, um, you know, the river of misery, right? This, this, this dive that I'm feeling right now, when I'm in this transition point of raising my prices, or like when I started to remove Voxer access, <laughs> right? And I know that this is going to be difficult for me, I can trust in my mind now that it really is true, that we are, we can work through this, I can completely change my beliefs about it. I can do the work to build the belief for myself. And I can, I can stretch my mind over and over again in the direction I can guide it in the direction I want to go. So that has been amazing. And I would there. say that's like all I actually teach people. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how do we use the mind to keep doing this? And, and I think that it's such a powerful asset. And so I just, I want to explore this. Like if you weren't leaning on your mind, what mm. were you leaning on before? Mm, yeah. So I was, um, I was definitely leaning on tactics in the beginning. Okay. So I was always looking for the newest way or the newest funnel or the newest right thing to do. Um, I was 
often um, focusing on like uh, the, the salesmanship aspect from mm-hmm. kind of a, maybe kind of like a bro marketing perspective. From a what marketing um, perspective? Bro marketing. Oh, bro. It's like the bro marketing. <laughs> it's that very, um, you know, kind of fire fueled marketing strategy. And I was leaning on things to carry the weight for me that I wasn't able to carry myself. So for me, that showed up as a lot of changing my circumstances, a lot of pivoting my business, a lot of different offers, a lot of different things that I was throwing out rather than doing the work to, to clean up my mind. So for instance, when you said, when we sat down together, you didn't actually suggest this. You said, Jenna, what would be the easiest way for you to hit these revenue goals? Because right then I was thinking about, I'd had this huge influx of clients and I was, I was going straight into group. I was already at capacity, so I just had to go to group. And the truth is, what I, the work that I had to do was increase my capacity which was huge for everything that that required of me mentally and to take on more clients when everything for the last five years had been about, no, I can't, I can't. Right. But I had to allow that space. And then also to, um, to just, Oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, well, it'll come back. (laughs) I needed to, I needed to, Oh, increase my mind around my offer in order to charge more for it. Yes. Right. And then when I started moving away from, okay, I've hit that goal, which is selling at that level. And I did that consistently for a couple months. I could have kept going with that, right. To bring in the revenue, but instead I then, since I am moving towards group work and doing this really honing my process, then I needed to see if I could, um, change the situation for my clients, remove Voxer access so that they would be able to create their results for themselves through my process. And trying to then, that was a whole new level I had to sell that package without that Voxer emphasis. Because before I used to be like, this is what you need. You'll have a coach in your pocket 24 seven. You can write just talk to me at any time. And I was used to leaning on that in my sales process. And I had to remove that and work my mind around why I didn't really need that. And that really wasn't the best thing, which I now fully believe, but it took months. And why wasn't it the best thing for them to have 24 access to you, 24 hours access? I I think because of what we talked about earlier, because then they, um, they tended to, um, say, this is what's going on. Solve it for me. Yeah. What do you think? Cause I remember and- you even, you were like, I want them to have Voxer access. Cause I never want them to get like slowed down, trying to communicate their words in a message. And I was like, why yes. not slowing our brain down? is like, what you're like, no, I just want it all unfiltered, which means you were probably getting a lot more because they didn't yes. have any filter to run themselves through. Yes. Yes. And I, I felt it myself. Now I watch it. For instance, when I would be writing a post to you in the Facebook group and I'd be like, Oh, this isn't what I want to say. Delete, delete, delete. I'd have to go rewrite it again and rewrite yeah. it again. And then what happens by the end of the post, you're like, damn it. I solved it for myself. I don't even that need is- Elizabeth now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I always do the same thing. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm coached up. If you see anything, let me know. 
Yeah. Yes. And I think like for people listening, they are probably in a very similar situation that you were, which was, it sounds so, it sounds like such a high level of service to people to give them 24 hours access, to make it really easy to, but it's like what you're saying you learned through experience was, is you weren't letting them lean on themselves, mm-hmm. which I think as coaches, it's like, it's our job to empower our clients to work on their own. But as your coach, right? It's like, I want to serve your clients, but I also wanted to serve you. And I knew that you giving out at such a high level wouldn't be what would allow you to serve more people and to serve yourself and to take good care of yourself in this business. And it's like, it was such a a balance of serving you and them and how both of those came together to create more service. Yes. And I really was not refining my process of how I would help people move from start to finish because I was always intervening in all different levels, helping anybody with anything wherever they were at that moment. And so I actually, it was amazing because I brought on a couple people who were very process oriented. They were like, where are my worksheets? I need my worksheets. And that had never happened before. Yeah. And thank God. Yeah. So now you're refining your process. Is it yes. just to be clear, because I know how our brains work. Is it perfect immediately? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> yeah. Hell no. And that has been uh, difficult. It's been a, for me, it's really been not just about um, understanding how to help people get results, but um, who I need, who will get the best use of my results. And that was a really painful, painful learning curve for me. I, it ended up with me crying on coaching calls, tears streaming down my face. Yeah. Which sounds which right. Speaks to the, yeah. And it speaks to the trust I have with you and the other group members who were so supportive that I could just sit there and cry about how painful that was. Yeah. And it is painful. And I think that's one of the things for everyone to hear. It's like, as we build our business, it's the really small things that like break us where it's like, it's your belief about your process. It's the belief about, you know, who is a good fit for it and who isn't. And that like trial and error of it. And it's like, if we could do it perfectly the first time I would give that gift. Eh, I don't know if I would give that gift, but I would want to, but it's like, it's that willingness to try and that pain of like learning sometimes and that willingness to just keep learning, even though sometimes it's painful and it's like, that's what I want people to see. And that, that, that humanness and realness of this, because it's not just the beauty of like, oh yeah, I made a hundred thousand dollars this year. It's, I like mentally worked my brain and shaped it and forward, like not just for these results, but for the results I'm going to create in the future and the clients I'm going to sign and the business I'm going to have. And it's like, you've spent this time building your mind and, and adjusting it for that future. Absolutely. And usually the, the place where you need to adjust it the most is where you are kind of most, you know, have your, your stake stuck in the ground and you're most certain about it. Right. Yeah. And that's the very thing that you really need to reevaluate and that will be a, be a, you know, emotional. Yeah. You know, one of the things when I think about the people who are most successful working with me and in this mastermind, and and it's something that you have is it's your willingness to believe it's your mind Mm -hmm. and to not freak out when I keep bringing it back to your mind. (laughs) Like, I know you think it's this, right? Cause so often that's what we do. We're like, I'm pretty sure this is the issue. And I'm like, "Mm, actually let's try this. Let's look at this angle here. 
Why do you think you're so willing to believe it's your mind and keep readjusting back into that? I think it's the five years I spent figuring out the hard way, okay. figuring it out the hard way. So I always saw that eventually it always came back to something going on in my brain, in my mind. And then um, what really, it was just about finding my coach who could help me with that. Like I knew that's what it was and I just needed to find my coach and something that I know is so undervalued in the industry from my point of view is that people don't often stay with their coach long enough. Mm. And so I knew that I was in it. If you would have me right for, for years, like I want that relationship. I want somebody who knows me so well and knows my mind so well that right away they can just see this pattern or they can catch it. Um, and, and really just get me to my results faster, better, and easier. Yeah. 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 And why did you pick me? I always love to, I actually, that answer, the, the, asking the question always makes me cringe or I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't know. It's, but I'm curious, like, there's a yeah. reason you thought I could help you. Right. What was that? Right. I had heard you coach. And for some reason, even months later, you stuck in my mind. And so when it was time, when my, um, the last coach I was working with was not going to be continuing coaching, she was moving fully into evergreen courses. And, um, I went ahead and I, I just remembered your name and I looked you up and you had a mastermind starting in a week. I remember that. (laughs) Yes. And you were like, obviously I'll just join right now. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I did want somebody in the life coach school ecosystem. I'm was certified as well. So that was important to me. And then Mm. you were the one for sure. Yeah. And I think about from my own perspective where it's like, I used to be very similar where I was all about the tactic and the strategy and the action and the plan. And it's like, I feel like more and more through my business, I just keep owning that it's our mind. And it's like, I do then see that I attract people who spent time believing the same thing and they Mm. build those skills. And it's like, it becomes this game now where it's like, we're just adjusting and building the mind and the skill sets matter and we build them, but it's like, it's been fun for me to watch my own self own it. Like all I'm going to do is help you adjust your brain. And it's like, this is the most powerful thing we can do. And then have people like you who are like, yep, that's what I want. Like, let's do it. And it makes it such a fun experience. And you, your character as well is so important because you are so for all of us that are so emotionally reactive and really hard on ourselves, and I know this is because of the work you've done yourself, but for all of us that are feeling that way, you are so like neutral and not judgmental and forgiving. Mm. And so I remember if I can share this, I remember one of the earliest coaching was we were kind of isolating thoughts that worked for us and that really weren't working for us. And I've heard so much language around this in the past. And these are your self-sabotaging thoughts. And these are your, and yours was, these are probably not helpful. (laughs) (laughs) There's helpful and probably not helpful. helpful. And even that, even the probably softened it, right? It's just so much, there's so much self-love right? That is, that is implied in that, in that languaging and in that um, ability to just kind of get curious and ask and not judge your clients. And that was something I really needed to learn. I had some client judgment going on that you helped me with. 
And um, I obviously knew that I needed that before I even knew I needed that. And I think that really attracted me to you. Yeah, I could see that. I, and for everybody listening, why did I do that work? Because I am so judgmental of myself and Mm -hmm. I'm so aware of all of the thoughts that we've been taught in society to think, right. When we're competitive athletes and we're taught to keep pushing ourselves and to be the best and to never settle. And it's like, when I learned about emotions and I was like paying attention to that, it's like, I just want to give myself that grace inside of my own body over and over again, even when the critical part comes back. And I think that that is a gift I get to give my clients is to help them accept themselves and be where they are. And And honestly, that's how we create the highest results is when we're like, okay, yeah, we've got helpful and probably not helpful. And now that we see them, oh, look, now we can keep going and create at a higher level. Yes. Yes. So one of the questions, amazing. Is there anything else you want to share? I have a question I want to end with, but is there anything else you want to share or add in about this journey for you and about growing your business? Um, Well, I just, I think, I don't know if we talked about it, but it's been so important for me to kind of get away from the, I don't know why this didn't work into, I know why this did work, or I know why this didn't work because then it takes what we were just talking about, all of that judgment and meaning away from your results and your goals to like, oh, I know exactly why it didn't work. And now next month, I know how I'm going to make it work. Yeah. And I think that ties back to your whole, like, I wanted to learn how to do goals. Yes. And it's like one of the biggest reasons people don't set goals is because they're like, well, I'm not in control of hitting it anyways. I did all that stuff last time and none of it worked. Therefore I'm going to have to do twice as much stuff to try. But when they say that, I know they just have this absence of understanding. Mm-hmm. And so what you're saying is you learn why it wasn't working. Exactly. And, and I learned how to evaluate it dispassionately from a very like loving Yes. From a very loving and caring way and be like, Oh, that's it. I was just thinking that thought Mm. I was just doing, I was in that pattern again. I've seen that. Oh, right. Yep. I totally see it. Yes. And it's like, when we really understand why we create what we create and why we don't create something else, it, it is, it is that sense of grace to move forward and do something different really easily. Yes. Yes. And so it has, it has been amazing. I actually shout your praises in every group I can possibly do it in (laughs) when they allow me to do it. And so I'm just so glad I get to do it now here for your audience as well. I love that. Well, thank you. So the last question I want to end on before you tell them how to find you is when you think about 2022, tell me what you're like, tell me how much money you're going to create. And then tell me, tell all of us the experience you're going to filter it through, right? Because so often we focus big on like, what's the number I'm going to create or the number of clients or the, like this thing we're going to create. But it's like, I always want to honor not only what we're going to create number wise, but the experience and the, maybe it's the feelings, maybe it's the less of the more of, but what's going to be your experience of what you, so what are you going to create? And then what's going to be your experience of it for 2022? Cool question. I'm creating 250,000. next year. And the experience of it is continuing to really walk my talk. And so it will be in this deep knowingness of exactly what I'm offering to whom and calling in those clients that will 
love it and value it in the way I do and trusting them and the process to um, bring them the results they need in that moment to ensure their greatest growth long-term as business owners. Yeah. Yeah. So if I had to summarize what she just said, (laughs) I mean, the simplest thing of what you said was you're going to make $250,000 and you're going to really believe in your process and be really clear about who you help. And you're going to let that be really simple for yourself. Maybe this is what Elizabeth does. This is what (laughs) Elizabeth does. Everyone. (laughs) She brings it. Yes. She finds that nugget in there. Absolutely. And I am going to be, um, I'm going to be loving, loving it because, because it, it makes so much sense. And I've done all the work already beforehand. I'm not wondering how it's going to play out as it's happening. It's like, I did this work and then I'll be working on something else in my mind, but that will already be, will be done because I've already proven it now. Yeah. And I think what would be cool for me to get to watch is that it's like next year you'll go from one offer to two and you'll start that group coaching. And it's like, when you do, it's not going to be that you're still not going to run into problems mentally and and real, but it's going to be that it's like, we got to watch you spend this time preparing and building and like those people you've been loving them and thinking about them and preparing for them for I mean, six months plus, and it's like, it's going to be really cool to see how that translates into how you're able to serve them at a higher level because of all the time you've spent purposely preparing for it. And I think that'll be such an honor for them and cool for everybody to get to watch you do in real time. We'll do it together. I can't wait. So Jenna, where can people find you? We know that they can Google business (laughs) coach for something, right? How can they find you to connect with you? My site is the uncommon way. So it will definitely jump out on the page on the Google's first page of business coaches because most people use their name and I don't the uncommon way. That's where you'll find me. Perfect. Well, thank you, Jenna, so much for coming in today and sharing your journey with everyone and reminding them that they can do it too. And that it's not supposed to be some beautiful golden road, but it's supposed to be full of all the stuff and that they're totally normal, just like you. And it's so worth it. So worth it. Thank you so much. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.